ABC Radio Australia. Fiji's former Prime Minister and leader of the opposition, Frank Bainimarama, has been suspended from Parliament for three years. He was removed from office in a marathon Parliament session on Friday night, just two months after he lost his Prime Ministership in the general election. Evan Wasuka takes a look at how it all unfolded. For more than a decade, Frank Bainimarama held sway over the country. The leader of the Fiji First Party had his power base firmly rooted in Parliament. But on Friday, it was Parliament and the majority of MPs there who voted to suspend him. Mr. Bainimarama's transgression was a speech he delivered five days earlier, criticizing the president of Fiji. But because the president has failed to protect the constitution, the rule of law, and failed to halt the resultant chaos, Mr. Speaker, the president of the Republic of Fiji, as head of state, in whom rests the executive authority of the state, and who is the Commander-in-Chief of the Republic of Fiji Military Forces, failed to acknowledge the fact that the very constitution which he's supposed to uphold is being stripped away almost on a daily basis. As the Commander-in-Chief, he has failed to provide proper guidance to the RFMF. Parliament's Privileges Committee found Mr. Bainimarama's words breached Section 62 of its standing order. Women's Minister and Member of the Privileges Committee, Linda Tabuya, moved a motion to suspend Mr. Bainimarama on Friday night. It came after the committee deliberated on the matter for three days. The Privileges Committee has recommended actions to be taken and we request the members to consider the recommendations as put forward and I commend the motion to the House. Thank you, Honourable Speaker. As expected, it drew heated debate on the floor of Parliament. This is Deputy Prime Minister Professor Biman Prasad. So, Mr. Speaker, such cowardly behaviour in weaponizing one's immunity-laden privilege words, inciting others to do his bidding, Mr. Speaker, is not acceptable. Prime Minister Sitiveni Rambuka urged forgiveness for Mr. Bainimarama, saying he too had been in the same situation after he led the military coup in 1987. I'm probably a lone voice on this side of the house, but I can afford to say that because I have been forgiven many times. The highest, the most serious offense that can be committed in a country is treason, and I was forgiven. Following the Prime Minister's call for leniency, the Privileges Committee amended the motion, lightening the disciplinary action. This is Linda Tambuya again. I move that the amendment be made to the motion as follows. Honourable Chusaya, one, that Honourable Chusaya Mbainimarama be suspended for 18 months, effective immediately, to be served till 17th August 2024. Two, that the Honourable Chosaya Mbanyamarama issue a written apology to His Excellency the President within 14 days from today. But for Mr. Bainimarama supporters, those concessions didn't go far enough. This is MP John Usumate. You only apologize if you know that you've done something wrong. And as I've pointed out here, <laughs> Mr. Speaker, sir, that is why I was talking about what I talked talk about. You require him to apologize. You cannot apologize if there was no call for sedition taking place. If that did not take place, then how can there be an apology? 
In the end, the amendment was revoked and MPs voted on a motion to suspend Mr. Baini Marama for three years. Speaker of Parliament Ratu Nangama Lalambalavu announced the result with little fanfare. Honorable members, the motion is carried with 27 ayes, 24 noes, and 4 have not voted. Mr. Baini Marama's suspension leaves the country without an opposition leader, and the Fiji First Party will now have to decide if they'll put in a replacement. His exit from politics, although temporary, weakens the Fiji First Party even further, and it leaves the country without the single highest polling politician from December's national election. And that was Evan Wasuka reporting. Joining us now to dig deeper into these uh, these strange times in Fiji politics is Dr. Mosmi Bim from the Fiji National University. Uh, Bula, Dr. Bim. Bula, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, now, it's being called a new era in Fiji politics. Bani Marama, of course, has been the front and center of, of Fiji politics for more than a decade, 16 years, in fact. W- what do you think his suspension means for the people of Fiji, for the country? I think what this suspension uh, means is that uh, um, people are now able to realize that uh, the Fiji First Party uh, leaders cannot say anything and get away with it. Um, They uh, they also need to face uh, consequences for what they say, especially if those comments are denigrating, if those comments are humiliating, and if those comments are regarded as insightful. Mm. And is that quite a change from the way it used to be, particularly when Mr. Bainimarama was in power, was in government? Um, Was there a a mentality that Fiji first politicians could get away with anything? Well, yes. If you look at the former Prime Minister Bainimarama and the former Attorney General, yes, they yes. They have said things in Parliament during their uh, term as the head of uh, the the previous government, and uh, voices were raised against what they had said and that action should be taken, but no action was taken against them. Mm. On the other hand, the opposition MPs, several of them have been suspended from Parliament on uh, different occasions for 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 saying minor things. Uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting that it seems, um, I mean, you, you could call it karma or, or something like that, where, um, you know, what um, Baini Marama perhaps did with his opposition while he was in government is now coming back to him. Um, considering that, did this suspension come as a surprise or was there still some suspicion that this won't be laid against him? Uh, well, I think it is not a surprise from uh, the kind of things he said. What we can say or what I would like to observe is that I think the current government has been very brave to suspend him. And But if they had not taken this brave decision and suspended him, there is a chance that these kind of attacks would have continued in parliament, not just by Bainimarama, but by other Fiji First MPs as well. 
So, uh, because as you are aware, the current president and the current uh, commander of the RFMF were both appointed by the previous, during the term of the Fiji First uh, government in power, which mm. is why when such provocative comments are uttered by the former prime minister, Bainimarama, it, it fills people with fear. What if the president does react to what he has said? What if the army commander does react to what Bainimarama has said and use that as an excuse to carry out another coup? And that fear remains in the hearts and minds of the people of Fiji, which is why this suspension has been so important and the fact that the president and the commander of the RFMF are taking the cue, sticking by the rule of law and not interfering with the parliamentary process is so important. Mm. I, I know there has been some concerns over security there in Fiji, Dr. Bim, as a, in light of um, uh, Mr. Bainimarama's suspension. Um, is there still some concern about that? I mean, you mentioned it being a brave action the government took and, and, and also fears that the military might um, align with Bainimarama. Um, are those fears laid to rest now? Well, we are just having a very normal Monday morning at the moment with the people uh, dropping their kids to school, people going to work. And as far as we can feel at the moment, the RMFM, the, the RFMF, they know their, their role. It's not to interfere with the politics. And we hope it will uh, stay that way. But as, as far as I know, since the new government has been sworn in, the, um, what we have been observing is that uh, at different occasions, the commander of the RMF has assured the public that they will stick to the rule of law. Mm, yes, which is um, a good sign that stability is prevailing there in Fiji. Um, now, Dr. Bim, there is this three-year suspension now against um, Mr. Bainimarama on, in light of these sedition charges um, against him and, and what he said against the president. Now, the charge was, as you mentioned, that he denigrated and humiliated the head of state. Now, it sounds like you, you said it was a brave move for the government to um, move forward with these sedition charges leading to his suspension. But is there an argument to be made that these laws themselves limit freedom of speech in parliament from politicians? I mean, it's a unique law that is there in Fiji. Can, can, is that argument, um, hold, does that hold water, do you believe, Dr. Bim? Well, the way I see it, if you look at the past coups that have occurred in Fiji, the coup in 1987 and the coup in the year 2000, they were actually based on insightful speech. Insightful speech that, that were uttered by ethnic nationalist leaders um, trying to incite hatred against the Indians in Fiji. And that was the basis uh, that was uh, used to incite uh, um, people to support the coup makers and, and, and to actually justify the coup that had happened. So there has to be limits on free speech. And, and um, the Fiji First government has, has been trying to put limits on free speech, saying that uh, it could be used again to incite 
a coup on the basis of ethnicity, you know, against the, uh, the Indians in Fiji. But the reality is that the Fiji First also is using speech, not against a particular ethnic group, but they are still using insightful, insightful words, which could actually be used to try and incite the military to take action against the government, which is equally serious. Mm, yes, that context there is important to understand why this action might have been taken. Um, now, as we've been talking about, um, Dr. Bim, this means that Bainimarama won't be in politics for at least three years. What does that mean since he is now the opposition leader, you know, the head of the Fiji First Party, no, long, no longer does, has that head operational in parliament? Do you believe Fiji First is a viable opposition party now? Um, yes, I do believe that Fiji First is a viable opposition party. The members of parliament have been elected and they've been elected for a four-year term. They are lots of very intelligent, hardworking uh, and experienced people in the opposition. Even if Baini Marama is not in parliament, there are a lot of capable people in the Fiji First Party who can still do quite a good job as opposition members of parliament. Interesting. So we might see, I guess, some new figures um, may perhaps lead Fiji first in opposition, do you believe, Dr. Bim? Yes, I I do believe so. And if Baini Marama does feel that not being in parliament for three years can be harmful for Fiji first, I guess uh, he could take the option to resign from parliament. On the other hand, he could wait for three years. Because if you remember, the current uh, Speaker of Parliament, uh, Honorable Lala Balabu, was also suspended from parliament for two years. And he actually served his full suspension, and then he returned to parliament. And in the case of Mr. Bani Marama, there's a chance that I understand the Prime Minister Rambuka has come out and said that his suspension might be, you know, maybe shortened if he does come out and apologize. Um, he has been asked to apologize, in fact, ordered to apologize as part of this suspension notice publicly and to the president within two days of that notice. That two days has since passed. I believe it passed yesterday. Can we expect, do you believe, an apology from the former Prime Minister? Well, as you said, the first apology, the time frame for it, 48 hours has passed. Uh, but I do believe that he has uh, 14 days to uh, to issue a written apology to Parliament itself. And I do believe he has a lot of time to think about if he wants to issue the apology and probably his suspension may be reduced to one and a half years. But as we are aware that uh, Baini Marama in the past has been known to have a lot of uh, pride. Mm. So I so I do believe he'll have to really weigh his options. Does he really want to keep that pride or does he want to acknowledge that he did make a mistake and issue an apology and have his suspension reduced to 18 months only?
Yes, a very interesting uh, situation Mr. Bainimarama might find himself in there. Um, if you are just tuning in to Pacific Beach, we're speaking to Dr. Mosmi Bim from the Fiji National University. We're talking about the suspension of Mr. Bainimarama, leader of the opposition and, and also former prime minister, ruling the country for, for 16 years. Um, we're looking at, at what, what that means for Fiji and, and Fiji politics. Now, speaking of that suspension, uh, you know, this is an interesting, um, you know, fact here. M- Mr. Bainarama was the single highest polling politician. He's now out of politics, as we've been talking about, for for three years, perhaps a bit shorter than that, depending on if he apologizes or not. W- what do you make of that? Is is this, I mean, I imagine there's a lot of people who did vote for Mr. Bainarama quite upset with this outcome. Uh, has there been any, any reaction from them? Um, well, we would know about the reaction as far as we know, the Fiji first members of parliament have said the suspension is unfair and Bainimarama actually received the highest number of votes in the 2022 general elections. So yes, he does have quite a lot of support and he did win the highest number of votes. Um, but one would have expected that uh, having received such a high number of votes would make him um, um, think before he speaks, you know. And as he has been the prime minister uh, for 16 years, that's a very long time to be prime minister. And um, and uh, it, it, it's really sad that he... he he did not try um, to actually understand what were the implications of what he has been saying. Because he has said that the 2006 coup would be the last coup in Fiji. So if he said that in the past, that the 2006 coup was the last coup in Fiji, and uh, he did not intend to carry out another coup, then it is a bit said that uh, he has been um, saying such provocative statements, which can be uh, perceived as trying to incite the military to take action. Uh, and Dr. Bim, I know it's difficult to get into Mr. Bainimarama's head and, and um, try and understand why that was made. Do you think it was just a spur-of-the-moment decision to say those words to incite this against the um, president? Or, or do you think there's perhaps something else, something, some other strategy at play here? Well, from what we have read in the newspapers, it appears that Baini Marama was reading from a speech that was written for him. So whoever wrote that speech for him wrote that speech uh, in his capacity as the leader of the Fiji First Party and the opposition leader to say those words in Parliament. So it was not so of the moment. It was part of his response to the president's speech, his address that was made in response to the president's speech, which is why it makes it all the more serious, the comments that he made. Yes, indeed. All the more serious and all the more unexpected that that was um, that such such words were pre-planned. Um, now we understand it is three years that the suspension has been handed down. Might be shortened depending if this apology is made. What do you think is next for Mr. Baini Marama? Do you think he'll be back as uh, leader of the opposition? Well, yes. I mean, his term as a politician has not ended. I mean, he's 
still holds a very senior post in the Fiji First Party, and he's been suspended from Parliament, but he's still a member of Parliament, a bit not able to perform the role of a parliamentarian due to his suspension. And in his capacity, uh, and keeping in mind that he achieved the highest number of votes, he can still issue statements as um, as the leader of the Fiji First Party. There is no stopping him to issue political statements from outside parliament, as has been done by other heads of political parties. If you look at the former Prime Minister Mahendra Choudhury, if you look at uh, the uh, if you look at Mr. Savenada Narumbe, they are not in parliament, but as heads of their political parties, they continue to issue statements on important national issues.